everyone, welcome back to the Our Journey podcast, and today we're here for episode three, uh, installment of the podcast. Uh, this episode is, I'm calling it episode three, uh, even though it's going to appear as episode four, because last week's episode was actually a new installment in the podcast, out of uh, a new branch, I'd like to say, that I'm starting in the podcast, which is basically going to be for maybe the listeners who'd like to hear a longer version, more in-depth. Uh, detailed, you know, podcast episode uh, about the interviewee's life and their story and, you know, pretty much what we talk about on the podcast. But this will be the third installment for uh, the basic uh, kind of generic uh, 20 to 30 minute episodes that I usually put out. So introducing this week, we got Andrew Tan. How's it going, Andrew? I'm doing great. So uh, I guess we can start off with the usual where did you come from where are you from so that's kind of a tough question to answer because i'm as a military kid uh some of you military kids might know you move around a lot so it's really hard to say where your hometown was but uh in my case i was born in hawaii tripler army medical hospital uh the big pink hospital if any of you were born there and uh i didn't live there too long so i didn't grow up there unfortunately i would have loved to grow up in hawaii nice place nice beaches but uh, I grew up here in Washington, actually a little farther north, Mount Vernon, um, small town, beautiful tulips, love that place. And uh, I'm kind of used to the PNW life. So if I was to say that's my hometown, yeah, that, that basically would be it, Mount Vernon, Washington. That's where I'm from. Nice. So it, would you say, like, do you prefer Washington to, because I know you said you've been here for a long time, but do you prefer Washington to Hawaii and that kind of beach tropical yeah, kind of environment I, compared to all the places i've been i mean washington really nothing else can beat it it's like a really homey feeling since i grew up here i'm naturally like biased towards this par- like area mm-hmm. um i've been to places like japan i've traveled to singapore thailand uh china a long time ago don't worry <laughs> um and just like even though i've stayed in those places i've lived there i've gotten used to the lifestyle it's yeah. just nothing can really beat Washington, like a lot of people complain around here, like oh, there's nothing to do, oh, it rains all the time. That's true, a lot of complaining. But I mean, right now, statistically, it's the most habitable state in the U.S., so that's like another thing you got going for you guys. Yeah. And um, there's just something about the people, like everyone's really nice with each other. Mm. You might not see it because you're in high school, but you know, everyone here is really nice and kind. Uh, Washington in the summer and spring, when it gets really sunny, beautiful. By far the most beautiful state I've seen. For sure. And 100% with you on that one. It's like, I don't know, the vibe here, it's really chill. You know, we live by the water. People are relaxed. It's, no one's yeah, in like no this, one's really, this high tension, you know. It's like kind of do what you do, not going to judge. Yeah, it's not like the East Coast. I mean, East Coast when I lived over there in Virginia. The world. Man, it was uh, high, like high action. Everyone was super fast paced. Mm-hmm. It's all about living the fast life, living in the cities. Yeah. Even in Virginia, like the rural places, people were always doing something or they were just hardened folk, you know, like. They were relaxed, respectful, but they were hardened yeah. just because of the lifestyle. Now, compared to here, there's all sorts of walks of life. Like, you can meet different sorts of people. Anybody that you really fit in with, you'll find here. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really like about Washington. That's nice. Yeah. So, pretty much from what I'm hearing from you, you've been here in Washington for a while. Um, I guess, where are you at currently right now? Like, where we, we kind of talked a little bit there about, like, 
Yeah, that you was know, all physical. You yeah, know? the physical, like physical locations. I mean, yeah, physically. Um, where where are you at both currently? You know, where you're living right now, mm-hmm. and where you're just where you're at with life. Like, what are you pursuing? Yeah, so like, <laughs> good transition actually, because uh, all the places I've been have kind of shaped me as a person throughout my years. Yeah, of life, uh, which is only 17. <laughs> so I have a lot more to go. But um, traveling to places like Japan, uh, Singapore, Thailand. All mm. those. Uh, I only ever went to like Pacific countries, like Asian countries. Asian countries. And I was never in Europe, which I kind of regret, but yeah, it's not my choice. But being in those places has kind of shaped me as a person because it's really opened up my mind to new ideals and perspectives and people's lives, cultures like, and things, different cultures, exactly. Yeah. So different societies, how they live, what they believe. It definitely broadens your mind. Because oh yeah. When, I feel like when you're living in one place for so long and Just have you like have a one very culture and one religion, it's like it's a narrow view. Yeah, it's like, narrow. And when you get into the and like you said, you travel and you see things, it just makes you think like, wow, like maybe. You know, even though I thought like, oh, we knew it all in, in, in my culture, my society, like maybe we don't because <laughs> there's so many other options out here. Yeah, available. man, I'm telling you, those, those Japanese, man, <laughs> they know how to make some cards. They know how to make some like foods. Technology over there is Their crazy. technology is insane. Their schooling system is completely different. But uh, now I'm here in Washington. I love it. I would not complain. I would not want to go back anywhere. Mm-hmm. Even though I miss those places, I could never see myself settling down in any of one of them. So you feel like you'd, you'd rather kind of be settled here, but yeah. like you'd like really like to travel in the I future. love traveling. I love seeing things. I love improving my lifestyle any way I can, whether mm-hmm. that be through seeing other people's lifestyles or just finding my own way. But definitely in the future, I think settling down in Washington is the move. This is like your, your base, yeah. your home station. It's where my roots are. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense to come back here after I do all that stuff. Well, you know, I think it's really, I think it's really good that you think that way because I feel like a lot of people this age um, – kind of complain like like you were stating earlier about being here oh there's better places there's nothing to do but a lot of people don't really at this age almost it almost seems like they don't want to have a home base you know everybody wants to just leave like look (laughs) when i was in no when i was in uh, florida growing up like it was a similar thing like i look back on it now it's like man i want to go back visit some friend you know exactly you appreciate everything that was there but when i was living there it was like Everybody I knew, and including myself, wanted to leave. Like, oh man, I want to go up north. Like, n- right. it never snows exactly. here. It's always hot. Exactly. Like, you always, you always find something to complain about. That's just a natural at. human tendency. I mean, curiosity is our thing. We always want to see something new. For sure. But that's definitely something like a phenomenon you see all the time. As a mm-hmm. military kid, you see people moving all the time. People who stay in the same place all the time. So. One thing I've always noticed, though, is that people who do stay there, they're always saying, oh, I'm so tired of this place. I've lived here all my life. So true. I want to leave. But then when they do leave and you stay in contact with them, what's the first thing they say? God, I miss it. I, I want to come, come back. back. Yeah. I miss all my friends. Exactly. Definitely. See, like opening up your mind like that, it, re- it makes you realize there's more to life than just what you believe. Definitely. Like you really need to explore. You really need to see things. And then you kind of satiate yourself. Like you satisfy that, that inner like – just that voice that's eating and like eating at you just, just like, like kind of go see things more. exactly yeah. like wanting more you satiate that and after that then you want to settle then it's perfectly fine it's true so i think that's like that's my view on traveling is you just gotta go see things then eventually you're satisfied and say all right i see it now i see why i shouldn't be so close-minded yeah and just be open to everything but that's basically how it shaped me. I mean, where I'm at right now, I think I'm in a good place. Uh, good spot in life. Like, I feel really open-minded about everything. Mm-hmm. I don't really <laughs> – I still stress over things, of course, as a high schooler, as a teenager. You know, you got raging hormones all the time. But you really build a philosophy of, like, 
you just don't stress out about things that you can't control. You know what I'm saying? Very true. Like, if it's not in your control, there's nothing you can really do about it. Yeah. Why the hell are you going to stress about it? Like, Definitely think the key, one of the key things right now is to be developing kind of a, right. a good mindset and approach because, right. you know, you watch a lot of things and self-improvement stuff and it's always talking about, you know, how to improve, how to improve yourself, how to get better. But I feel like we're in the position where it's kind of like right now, it's still hard to change things about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's really going to be one of the easier times because as you get older, you get more stuck in your ways. Yep, so exactly. right now, if you can build a good foundation like mentally, uh, you could just take off because, you know, life is, is long. And I feel like, as I said, you build a good foundation, you'll be set. Like, you're developing good habits now. Um, those will just express into to positive things as you, you know, as you exactly. get older. I mean, developing a growth mindset right now is probably the best thing you can do for yourself. Yeah. If you really want to stay close-minded, that's on you. I'm, I'm sorry for you. But mm-hmm. if you develop that growth mindset now, you understand that everything can change. Especially now, being so young, you know, like, I, I've seen research. Neuros, neuroplasticity right now is, like, at its max because you're a child. You're still developing. Mm-hmm. You might feel like you're an adult, but that's just you developing your identity. It'll change over the years. Like, your 20-year-old self, your 17-year-old self isn't going to be the same as your 65-year-old self. For and sure. that's because of what you go through and what you let yourself go through. And I think that's really important uh, in terms of mindset, like, having yeah. that growth mindset. But, you know, I think the key to it, though— and sometimes you have to put, almost put yourself in the situation is isolation because right. yep. the only way you can really discover a lot of these things um, like, oh, man, like here's some truths. Here's just some truths about, you know, people, human, human nature. But you don't really find those things out when you're constantly being distracted almost. You exactly. know, like, I think a lot of people uh, our age, the reason they are not the reason they're not looking at those things, you know, not looking at ways of improving and mindset and just. Mm-hmm different like looking at different perspectives of the world is because you can almost be so hyper focused on what's going on currently in the moment in terms of just you know being like youthful and having the drama going on and, right exactly. and then parents and you're not really thinking of anything bigger like thinking about how you know one day you're going to be on your own and that one day is not that far out you know like mm-hmm. we're going to be graduating in three months so exactly it's all coming very quickly and a lot of people choose to still ignore close-minded yeah it. I and mean, close-minded and it's it's what is that really doing and, and it's, like it sounds bad but like it's it's all about like ignorance and um mm-hmm. arrogance that's another thing just like self-centered self you know you don't really feel like you need to know all this stuff because you need to deal with what's going on now exactly but it's like all about finding balance like yin yang is like literally I've, I've been finding it, it, it relates to so many things exactly <laughs> balance is like important in life everything needs to be balanced i mean I know I sound like Thanos or some shit right now, but like <laughs> bleep that out if you have to. But um, balance is key to everything. You can't just be leading on one side or the other. You got to find the right medium for you. Yeah, for sure. And everyone's on a different wavelength. And same thing with the universe. Sounds really spiritual and everything, but everything is on its own wavelength. And if you just, could just vibe with it, like you'll, you'll be set. Basically, yeah. Accept things for what they are. Exactly. Like. Everything is there for a reason. You're here for a reason. You have your own reason, your purpose. Mm-hmm. But you can also make it. Like, I don't even know how to say that. Like, yeah. honestly, I think about it a lot. It's like, I, I, I think I know what you mean by no, that. No, yeah, for sure. So, like, talk about mindset. Like, where I'm at right now, I think I'm just really in an open place. Like, I'm really open to everything. New ideas, new. Yeah, like, don't stress about things you can't you can't control. For sure. Like, live your own life. You're at where you're at. You can't exactly. go, you can't change the past. Exactly. But the past doesn't affect anything. The yeah. past is the past. You were sure. a different version of yourself in the past too. Don't let it affect the version you're going to be in the future. Mm-hmm. Like 
you can always change. There's things you can always change. Well, because the reality is you got to wake up every day to wherever you're at in life. You could be a homeless person, drug addict on the streets, but you still got to wake up to yourself tomorrow. Yeah. You know, you don't have to wake up to anybody else but you at the end of the day. It's all perspective, too. Like, what was one good example? Gary Vee, he talked about this, I think, um, about lions and, like, uh, deer. I think it was the hunter and the prey. It was like, at the end of the day, they both wake up and they're both running. Just depends on which one's like has a purpose or not. If the purpose is different. So I think what I'm trying to say here is that they're both running. They're both working. You can't just like stay there, not mm-hmm. do anything. Because if the lion stays there, he doesn't get to eat. But if the deer stays there, they get eaten. It's true. So it just depends on if you're running and where you are in that pyramid. And that was, like, really good analogy to me. I don't know why that stuck with me from Gary Vee. Mm-hmm. But that was, like, a pretty it, important thing in my life, too. Yeah. Knowing where you're at, knowing why you're running, knowing why you're working, and making sure you're not wasting, in jeopardy. Yeah, exactly. wasting your time with things, basically. You know? Um, and I think, in all honesty, you know, with that, it's just – it's just a powerful thing I've just been finding recently. Like, again, as I said before, like, regardless of where you're at, what you're doing, just to be constantly trying to better yourself as much as you can, but also understanding, like you said, you know, you can't force things. Yep. You have to let things come naturally, let them flow, because yep. if you try to, it just never works when you try to force something. No. You can always no. work hard at something and, you know, be great at it, but if you've noticed those things you work hard at are things that you genuinely you want, you know right, what I mean? exactly. But if you try to, like, wake, like, as a, you know, like I said, you you wake up and you're the homeless drug addict and you say, tomorrow I'm going to be a millionaire. It's not realistic, but you can start by small steps realistically. Exactly. Tomorrow I'm going to, you know, clean myself up, get myself in a recovery program. Exactly. All right, tomorrow now I'm going to uh, try to go apply for a job. Yep. Okay, now I have a job. Now I'm going to start to try to look at getting multiple streams of income. You know, yep. you take things step by step because at the end of the day, it is a process. It is a journey. Yeah. Whatever, and that's, whatever you're doing. That's really what pushes you. Those little steps, those little... <clears throat> things that you see like you're progressing right yeah like oh you're maybe you're learning the guitar maybe now you can now you can just pick up the guitar and strum you don't know what you're doing mm-hmm. then the next day you practice for another 30 minutes oh you can you can pick a few notes and it doesn't hurt your fingers cool practice the next day Growth. those little things you see those little the evidence that you see that you're growing is what keeps you going and if you really like what you're chasing that'll keep you motivated you won't need motivation all you need is your will to want to do this for sure and that's like key finding that thing that really inspires you something you really want to do and like chase just keep doing that every day improving yourself becoming a high value person that's another thing that's really important to me being high value otherwise what's your purpose in life you really you'll be isolated you won't have anything going for you you'll be looking at all these other people and of course you're going to be depressed because you're comparing yourself to them because you have nothing that you're doing it's true and, and that'll, that'll leave you in a hole. That's itself. a trap a lot of people fall in. Yeah, they fall down that, that rabbit hole saying, oh, I'm, I don't have nothing to do, but all these other people my age are doing all these things. But the thing you got to be careful with that, too, is not trying to do what they're doing exactly. just to make you feel fulfilled. No, it's all about finding what you want to do. It doesn't matter what do. they're doing. Yep. And what you find what you want to do. For sure. I 100% agree with you because I was, I was talking with you early about this, how, you know, my big thing coming into high school is sports. Right. Sports, sports, sports. Now, as I've as I've gotten older and I've gotten to the point where I'm at now, you know, just have, having experienced certain things, it's made me to come to realize exactly what you said. Like, why is it like when I'm out here on the basketball court that there's always this person 
that just seems like it almost comes effortlessly to them. Exactly. And, you know, I'm using that as an example, but there's been a lot of things I've seen. There's that a lot of like, things like that. You yep. just watch people sometimes and it's like, dang, they're like natural. Yeah, it's this. like, how does this person go up on a stage in front of millions of people and just like makes jokes and just like, it looks like they're comfortable. Yo, shout out Kevin Hart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, but for all because it's like, you know, because it's what they're meant to do. Exactly. And it's not, it's something that they didn't, of course they had to train themselves right. to improve on it. But it's not something that originally was just like so terrible because if it really was that terrible and something they didn't enjoy and something that was so it. uncomfortable, they wouldn't have done yeah, it. Yeah, they wouldn't have done it. They'd be like, okay, I'm just going to find something else. No, exactly. You know? um, so I'm, I'm finding that now it's like, you know, go after uh, what you're meant to do and put your energy towards that and what you're good at, yep. you know, because if at the end of the day, if you're trying to trying to be busy just to be busy and just to, you know, and, and trying to do what everybody else is doing with that business, yep. whether that might be, you know what, uh, everybody is, is trying to become the greatest athlete. Everybody's trying to become the yeah. 4.0 student. So oh, I'm just going to, yep. yeah, I'm just going to copy that. And then you, you see yourself in the future and you're like, man, like, why did I try to force that? Like, why? Yep. And, and, I, and I'm sitting here disappointed in myself because um, I've been trying to chase somebody else's Exactly, it's you not know? your own dream. It's yeah, you're, and, and, and you're just leading, you're just setting yourself up for a disappointment. Yeah, you're just thinking much. that that's your dream because that's all you see, you're fed yeah. that. And like, there's a lot of things that's wrong with that because it's just like advice. Advice doesn't need to be taken to heart. It's just guidance. So you see someone else, they're doing something that inspires you. Use that inspiration to find your own path though. If you like something, chase it. Mm-hmm. Find what you like about it exactly. And then go off on your own path. You don't have to do exactly what they did. Like, no one has to be the next Jeff Bezos. Exactly. You don't have to be the next Bill Gates. You don't have to be Elon Musk building Teslas. You can be great Teslas. in what you do. Yeah, exactly. You can be great in what you do. And that's what makes people great is that they're genuine, independent people. They've used the framework other people have set up to leverage themselves and use those systems that are already in place to mm-hmm. kind of make their own version even better. That's how the sure. world works. It's all about innovation. People invent things Bring based on things, exactly. Whatever it might be, whether whatever it's an it ideology is. or it's a, a physical product that you're yeah. selling in a store. And if people don't support it, that's okay. That's all feedback. Like It's stuff that you can use that you can use to influence you or not. It doesn't matter. Yep. As long as you do what you believe in and what you believe is right, Like that's the most solid piece of advice anyone can give anyone. And it sounds really vague because it's, it is. like. You yeah. have so much freedom. Because it applies to so many Exactly. Anything. Don't let that variety, like, paralyze you, though. Because I know a lot of people get paralyzed by variety. Mm-hmm. Even as basic as grocery stores. I mean, tell me, you walk into the, like, cereal aisle. I know you'd be walking around there for, like, five, <laughs> ten minutes figuring out what you want. Yeah. Don't let that be the same thing for your life. Don't let options paralyze you. Just for know sure. that they're there and know that you can pursue any one of them. Like, mm-hmm. that's the most important thing. And make a choice because, you know, you can spend a lot of time waking up every day realizing what I'm what I'm doing is not the right thing it's not what I should be doing so, so do something about yeah, it so like, do something about it. like <laughs> don't it, complain it, every day exactly if you feel like you're already wasting your time and your fear is almost like well I don't know if I'm going to do this new thing because why because I feel like it's going to waste my time exactly. because I feel like I'm not meant to do it but, but you're already wasting your time yeah. and so it's 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 a no loss type of thing exactly you know and i found usually as you said if you really go after what that inner gut feeling is telling you it it it, most of the time it works itself out exactly like you'll find your way along the way the hardest part for anything and my friend told me this uh shout out logan jackson if you're listening to this he's all the way <laughs> three thousand miles away in virginia he told me when i like started one of my own personal journeys he said the hardest thing about anything you'll ever do in your life is starting for sure just starting like that's the only hurdle you have to get over 
Everything after that is a walk in the park compared to just starting, starting. what your journey is. Like, that's it. Yeah. And, you know, after talking to you for, about this, where do you, you know, well, I guess you've already explained it in a way, but do you think that the traveling yeah. and maybe that your lifestyle in general, maybe just being military, has allowed you to even have this perspective? Because there's so many factors that oh, have yeah. made me at, you know, at, at this I age think, understand some of these concepts. Yeah. I think everybody can get to this point eventually yeah. not exactly my point but to the point where they start to realize there's more to life than just themselves and what they've seen on tv what they've seen based on their social circles yeah and being a military kid definitely hasn't like guaranteed i'd get their way mm -hmm. but it's definitely sped up the process and i think sure. i realized this at a very young age it's just only now i figured out how to voice my opinions about it i think i realized this about 12 years old i realized there's a lot more to life than just me and my family yeah. and what i've been seeing on tv and I think the best way to translate that to somebody listening that's not military and saying, well, I can't relate to this is more so trying to say like, what's from what I'm hearing is what's made you develop some of this is getting out of a comfort zone. Exactly. But you've been forced out of your comfort zone because nobody, you know, in their right mind is going to say, hey, like willingly get yeah. out of their comfort zone. When you're There's young, especially something in, like inspiring you to pushing you to exactly encouraging you to it just depends on how you look at it. After For that. sure. So because you've had that it's like it's allowed you to, to realize like you said certain things that it might take somebody later uh in life to figure out because yeah. it, it's mean, been the same thing for me like you know as i said somebody listening that said they can't relate to this the, the best thing i could tell them from what i'm hearing in all this is to go do something out of your comfort zone because that's the only way you'll grow that's the only way you'd find perspective because exactly. if you're a millionaire living in beverly hills and you've been there all your whole life, and you're like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna go to China. Oh wow, it really changed my perspective. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't really do that much, you know. No. You have to truly do things in that environment that you're in. That's that's like, okay, what what do I know as a millionaire in Beverly Hills is gonna break, you know, break this comfort zone that I'm in. Yep. And it's it's an it's an example because I'm saying anybody in different positions in their life, uh, need you need to find your own, your own uncomfortable zone. Yeah, in it's like situation. I mean, it's really just like how novels work i mean we all have our own stories you know right this is called our journey i mean yeah. you could basically write a book about anyone and that's why biographies exist autobiographies exactly. but if you notice like in novels like uh shout out my ap lit students and ap lang when you analyze those novels i know you hate it but there's like there's truth in the the concepts that we're studying is that in plot for any plot to progress there has to be conflict there has to be setback mm -hmm. same thing for our lives obviously i wouldn't have developed the way i did if nothing in my life was hard for example, as a kid, I used to hate moving. Oh, my God. I used to hate leaving all my friends. You know, I was like, God dang. Like, moving to a new place, having to Again? move in. Car <laughs> yeah, carrying all these damn boxes, helping my dad. Not even seeing my dad because he's deployed all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, that was a problem for me. I didn't know what I was supposed to do because of that. But then I realized it's like it's a natural part of life. Like, problems are in everybody's life. Challenges are there. It just exactly. depends on how you deal with them. And those really shape you as a person. Failure mm -hmm. shapes you as a person. Falling on your face shapes you as a person. And, like, that's really important. Just like a book, for a plot to progress, there has to be conflict. Same thing for your life. For your life to progress or grow, there has to be some sort of conflict, some motivating factor, whether it be positive or negative, that makes you want to change. To make that, that major influence. Exactly, because saying that you want to change, that's cool and all, right? That plants the seed. But, but think it almost it. has to be something internal, yeah, not just like, hey, Hey guy, I want. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that I feel like I'm gonna change tomorrow. Yeah, you know, like no, it has to be something, something that you really it. feel like. You know what? I think I need to change. And you're not telling anybody. It's just internally. You know, just like that's when like, it's real. Yep. I feel like something needs to change, so you start doing things about it. Yeah. That's like real motivation. That's a real progression and growth. Mm -hmm.
talking all this clout, saying you're going to change, talking to all these people, you know, that's all external. No you know, you, you know, you're doing that for external gain. You're not yeah. doing that for yourself. Exactly. Now you work in silence. You work alone on yourself because you know you need it. That's true growth. That's true progression. Mm-hmm. For sure. So it, if we can, you know, line this all up kind of with some of these experiences and things that you've been through, like what is it uh, leading to like some of your hobbies now? And, you know, yeah. what are some things you're going to be looking at for the future? Yeah. So like with this philosophy, I suppose, on personal growth, growth mindset, right? That's really the yeah. main idea here is um, chasing new hobbies. So like I like to find new hobbies that I enjoy. I already know I don't enjoy sports. I've known that since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm just not the athletic type. I enjoy playing for fun with friends maybe, but I definitely don't see myself practicing it, getting better in that area. However, I make up for this in other areas. So, for example, uh, computers. I really like computers, right? I've always mm-hmm. liked computers as a kid, and uh, I've always had that improvement like mindset. I've always wanted to be either the best in my class and then from there the best that I can be or the best on a leaderboard, something like yeah. that, whether it be a game, computer design, like programming, stuff like that. Just honing my craft until I got to a point where I was like, I'm good enough at this. I think I could find something else to pursue for now until I want to get back to it. Because mm-hmm. chasing something for too long, it really, it'll burn you out. Like, you're going to be like, oh, great. I don't know what to do next. That's, That's when true. you use other hobbies. So I know I got into, like, right now, one of my major hobbies is photography, right? I've been on and off of photography. Like, I started it in Virginia about three years ago. And I absolutely hated it. (laughs) I absolutely hated photography. I didn't understand a single bit of it. The cameras were too complex. Even for me, some of the new computers, Mm -hmm. there's just too much physics behind the lenses, how they worked. There's too much of a gap between the gear I had compared to some of my friends who are already pros. Mm -hmm. And that really set me back. But then I realized, like, oh, if I just pursue this hobby, like, day by day, get a little better. Now, where am I at now? I do photography as, like, a side gig. I've been paid for multiple clients. I've done different shoots for people's portraits i've done family portraits i've done car shoots i've done i've shot dances before prom and quinceaneras and stuff like that birthday parties Mm -hmm. and i've gotten paid for that because i've honed my craft i stayed on that grind and another like the thing that really motivated me with both those hobbies is just that growth mindset no you can always get better no matter what setback is in your face and if there's a setback just take a break step back for a second realize what you need to change and then execute and obviously, if you're getting paid for it, it means you developed yeah. a skill in terms of, if oh, people recognize go, that you're good at this. Exactly. You know? People recognize your value. That's when you start to really realize, like, oh, hey, I'm pretty good at this. Maybe I should keep trying. You know, yeah. don't just give up there. There's always a new bar you can set for yourself. And don't blind yourself to that. You mm-hmm. can always be improving. And make sure you always do that. Now, for hobbies, it's like an ever-changing thing for me. I've always had so many hobbies. Anything yeah. that even slightly interests me, I always get obsessed with for, like, a couple months and I'll mm-hmm. pursue it over and over again. I've been there before. Right? For sure. Like you're interested in everything. And I think yeah. that's just And you just want to you're almost like, like obsessed. Yeah. And then, and then you're like, oh this is too much. I think like, that's just like a natural it, thing. Like yeah. yeah, like as a serial like they call them like serial entrepreneurs or serial whatever <laughs> life improvement uh, people. Yeah. Um they just are obsessed with new things in life and mm-hmm. getting good at them until until like they get burnt out. But like and it's not even to impress anybody or anything, right? It's not even for clout. It's just because they feel good about improving themselves in one area. Yeah. And that's just something I've done all the time. And I'm trying to get better at that. <laughs> trying to focus on a few select things like photography right now, videography, and computers. That's like my main focus right now. So what it sounds to me is you're very, you're very much into your side hustles right now. And you're very much uh, 
a lot of your passions kind of lie currently in like media type of things. Oh, yeah. Things Technology, computer related, media. Yeah, for sure, like putting out content, you know, digitally, uh, whether that, like you said, that's making videos, uh, taking pictures. Yep. Uh, maybe even, you know, even being on this podcast, doing some auditory stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really cool, you know. Uh, what it, what it maybe something like in the future you, you say you're looking at, you know. In the future, It doesn't have to be anything yeah. specific, but something that you'd like to maybe take to the next level. So I think my hobbies definitely affect that. So um, for the computer side, that's what keeps my, like, technical brain alive. Yeah. And then photography, videography, that's what keeps my creative brain alive. But if I was to take one into, like, the next direction or the next step, it'd probably be my more creative side because I've always been more of a technical person as a kid I always like was obsessed with statistics numbers Mm -hmm. even though I hate math I absolutely hate math I was obsessed with all this little trivial knowledge about technology and that was more my technical side I didn't use it for any creative gain or anything I didn't put anything together for my own personal satisfaction or like artwork until now with photography and videography that really kind of opened up my creative side and I want to pursue that a little more because I feel my technical side has been developed plenty enough for now mm-hmm. until I need more of it. But my creative side is a little lacking. So videography and photography is definitely something I see myself pursuing. Maybe not necessarily the cinema industry, but just like little videos. Like um, edits, for example. You sync music with a video. You tell a story through visuals, visual arts, yeah. stuff like that. That's something I really see myself doing because it's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. I use all my technical skills, you know, setting up the camera, knowing what lens to use, knowing what aperture, shutter speed, stuff like that. Shout out Mr. Man Y. And I link that with my creative side, which is pushing me in, you know, both directions. It's my technical side is growing, my creative side is growing. Overall, it just seems really beneficial for me to pursue this field right now because mm-hmm. there's definitely a market for people like that. There's definitely a market for photographers. Obviously, I've been paid for jobs before. And there's definitely a market for videographers because, again, it's it's a skill that you need to practice for a while. You know, not yeah. everyone's born good with a camera. It's true. So if I pursue those arts in the future, I mean, I really see myself a big market for it. That's good. You, you know, staying consistent. Do you have a, a social media for your photography? Yeah. You'd so like to shout out? <laughs> my photography on Instagram, <laughs> shout out, visualize.etc. It's exactly how you think it would be spelled. And, uh, yeah, that's basically my main social media platform. I post all my good work on there and my uh, videos that I like to share. And I think I have my website linked on there, too, if you want to check that out. That's what's up. Yep. So we got a little bit over the time today, but yeah, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. it's all good, you know. Good conversations. For real. Good value. If, as long as we can, we both gain something out of this, exactly. and hopefully the listeners can. But uh, to kind of wrap this up, what would you – if you could uh, tell the audience something, what would you tell them? If, you could if I could tell them. you anything – oh, man. This is like really wrapping it all together. Um, yeah. This, gro- just that advice. growth mindset. I mean, if you keep that growth mindset with you, no matter what you go through in life, it's never going to really knock you down and keep you there forever. Because growth mindset, I mean, inherently, even if you get knocked down, you're always going to get back up. Yeah. That's really cliche advice. Everyone's always said that, but <laughs> I've never known how true it is it until works. now. Yeah. It actually applies to everything in your life is never giving up. And honestly the best way you could do that is just by researching learning every day keep learning keep trying to be a high value person and you know depending on what you want it for I know a lot of people like to be high value because it gets some clout sure if that's what motivates you chase it but in the end just be a high value person and always be growing and learning that's my best advice I can give to any of you guys 
Well, I enjoyed having you on the show today, Andrew. Yes, sir. It was very fun. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. So Instagram for photography? Visualize.etc. That's V-I-S-U-A-L-I-Z-E dot E-T-C. All right. Make sure you guys go check that out if you have the time, if you have any interest in that. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you on the next episode. Yep. See you guys later. All righty.